Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and today I have the opportunity to have a special guest on with me today, Mr. Christian Gunn, who just landed a job with one of the top medical device sales companies in the world. Um, and he's going to come on and share his story on how he broke in. Christian reached out to me a while ago. We were able to connect when he was in this journey and uh, got a call a couple weeks ago. He was pumped telling me that he broke in. He finally landed the job. So I'm excited to, to dive deeper in it and learn what he did that made him successful in his job search. So Christian, welcome to the show. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, man. We're excited to have you and, and to hear your journey. So kind of just getting us started, can you kind of tell us a little bit of background about yourself, maybe before uh, medical device sales, before this journey, kind of where you went to college, what your degree was and all that good stuff? Yeah, so I graduated in December of 19 and got my degree in management and marketing. Um, so just like a lot of people I hear, didn't really know if I wanted to do sales at all. Uh, worked with my dad in the summer times. He does marble and granite countertops up in uh, the northwest Arkansas area. So um, I did some uh, work on a construction site with him. Found out I definitely didn't want to do construction. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's not for me. Uh, back, back breaking labor is not for me. But uh, he made me tag along with him a couple of times, uh, doing some sales, meeting with some contractors, uh, setting up meetings, just getting out in the field and building relationships. So my uncle is also, uh, he is in the medical field. He's a vice president for a medical sales company. And oh. so he's like, hey man, if you wanna do sales, right? Medical sales is the place to be. You know, uncapped commission with these device companies, uh, growth within the company can almost be unlimited. I mean, you can, you can pretty much go anywhere with it, make great money. So that's kind of, he kind of pushed me more towards medical sales and a mentoring aspect. So um, it was, that's, that's kind of where, I mean, going through college, I got, I was an ROTC. Yep. Um, so I got, I got a little leadership experience from that. Um, went to basic with them, did that. Uh, also did um, a fraternity. I was in Kappa Sigma. So that was fun. Got to do recruitment chair, that kind of stuff. So, um, but then once I finally graduated, I realized I was applying to big name companies left and right. And four years are required, five years are required, two years, even one year. And I wasn't even getting past the phone call interview. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, huh, what do I need to do? Right. So I was lucky enough to come across a company that would hire people straight out of college. And so every rep they have is hired straight out of college. So um, that was, I mean, that was a foot in the door and I was lucky to have that opportunity. So working with them for a year now, um, I want to take it to the next level. I want to go and work for a big device company somewhere that can provide me those, uh, those bigger wins, bigger opportunities, you know? So yeah, that's man. where I'm at now. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. And, and I love how you, you know, you're able to take the opportunity that came to your hand and be able to deal mm -hmm. with it. And then, you know, maybe it was a year later, but now you're, look where you're at now, right? Landing the yeah, job with a huge company. Yeah. So that's awesome. Okay. So when you, when you decided, Hey, I'm going to go for one of these big companies, what did that journey kind of look like for you? Can you kind of dive a little deeper, how you started trying to reach out to these companies and get in that interview process? Yeah. So, um, it was it started off as me just uh, doing my standard stuff. I mean, I didn't realize how competitive it really was until I got turned down from three or four interviews. And I was like, man, I have to switch it up. Something has to change. So 
um, I fell across you and I watched a couple of your videos. This was, I would say this was about six, seven months ago. So this was, I guess, before you had even broken in. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was, I was like, okay, this guy's doing stuff that I would think would almost be crazy, right? Reaching out to all these reps. So I started off reaching out to, man, I probably got a hundred reps that I've reached out to only heard back from about 15, 20. Um, And then bam, I'm in the second round. I'm in the third round. Um, And uh, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm going to be honest and boost you up a little bit, man. I used your ebook and it it was great. It helped a lot. It did. Appreciate Um, that, man. (laughs) Yeah. Boost you up a little bit. (laughs) It it, it was cool though. It it really helped um, the business plan. Um, I had to tweak it in my own ways. Of course. I feel like I feel like what helped me break in was I was doing all this hard work on the back end at first and I wasn't telling the recruiters the work I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I think what's most important is um, I'm very organized. So I organize my day on Outlook. And so I would even show the recruiters my Outlook calendar, show them how I have the day planned out, where it's where I'm gonna go. Um, here's who I'm going to talk to. And here are my conversations with specific people. And they love that organization. Um, That's, that's, they're like, wow, you know, we like how organized you are. Um, Bring up how many reps you you talk to bring up the fact that you, I think one thing that separated me was I always created a follow up. Yep. So right now I work for a company where I am doing, um, where I am setting up meetings and doing that kind of thing, but I'm just providing a service. I am not doing device sales really yet. So that's, I'm trying to break into device sales. So, um, but providing a service, I'm still setting up meetings. I'm still meeting with doctors and nurses. So with that being said, um, one of the biggest things I think to do is always setting up a follow-up, get a phone number, get an email at the end of these interviews. Um, that's helped me a lot. That's take, that's, 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 something that a lot of people aren't doing because then you can, Hey, you know, you said it was going to be Friday. Haven't heard back from you. It's Thursday afternoon. When's the next interview? So I think creating follow-ups are very important during the interview process. I love that, man. And I actually just had a talk with uh, someone trying to break in. We had this exact conversation and what you just did was you made sure to close, get the information you need to. But like you just said, being able to follow up because it's no different than once you get into the industry and you're talking with a doctor, right? And a doctor is like, hey, I'm going to schedule a case. And you're talking with him or the surgery scheduler. Hey, we're going to schedule a case. Well, let's get that case on the book. Let's let's have it right now. And if not, let's, we're going to have to follow up. Right. Um, so I love that you went that route because that's exactly what you're going to do once you're in the, the position. Um, so to everybody listening out there, take that advice. And also for Christian being able to do that, that shows that he's able to ask that tough question or maybe that awkward question in a conversation, but he knows he needs it for the next step. Cause like he said, a lot of times managers are busy and they say they're going to get back to you on Tuesday and it's Thursday and you still haven't heard back from them. And it's not because they're trying to, but they're just busy. You need to follow up, make sure that you're fresh on their brain. So doing that. And then also with that, I say that because doctors like to push you off, right? They're like, oh yeah, yeah. We'll get something scheduled on the books. Walk away. That doctor's a ghost now. You're never going to see them. Managers yeah. do the exact same thing, right? They want to see if you're going to be able to close or get that person beat. So a lot of times, a lot of my candidates that will t- call me, they'll be like, oh, the conversation was going so well. I didn't want to ruin it. And then the manager will just push it off. And guess what? We'll get back to you next week. Next week never <laughs> comes. It's four yep. weeks later and you never heard anything. So I love that you did that. Um, and that is something that made you stand out. So I love that you went into detail with that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. One more thing. Um, a good way to a good way to create a follow up is to is what I did is I that's where I would plug the business plan or even my brag book or mm-hmm. um, if I had something I like it can be anything it can anything that you think that they would say oh wow that's interesting you know something you want to bring something up to their attention to where you can say hey I have this can I shoot an email over to you later with that that way you have their email. And you can follow up after they get, and they'll say, oh, thanks for sending that to me or whatever it may be. But now you have that communication after the interview process. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome, man. And okay. So now I'm going to ask you a a side question. How many companies did you interview with? Because for me, it was like 10 or 15. How many was it for you? Dude, I, I, so I grinded for a long time networking and I wasn't even applying to these jobs, right? I was reaching out to reps. I spoke to one rep. And she said, okay, so you've reached out to about 300 people now and you really haven't been applying that much. Why not? And I was like, well, I want to, I want to make sure I'm networking a lot. And then I want to go in with all of this information. And she's like, no, apply now, start now. And I was like, okay. So then I started applying now and um, I probably went through five. And then on the sixth interview, um, I got an offer and I had two. And I don't know if this is how it works for you, Jacob, but um, everything kind of came at once. Yep. You know, it's crazy how the universe does that, <laughs> I hear that all the time. And it, it all kind of like, I was on the, like the final round with two other, um, met, with two other medical device companies. And I had to tell them, never mind, because the offer was too perfect with the one I had to offer from. But everything was just moving in the right direction all at one time. And it, it all comes together. I mean, if you are persistent enough, the universe will get out of your way. It's kind of yeah. how I look at it. So um, just keep going with it. It's funny that you say that, man. I, I say that all the time. Um, I actually, on my journey, I shared it. Uh, so I got one sales, uh, my first job offer about a month before, right? So, and that was, but that was going to make me move to Atlanta. I had some things here in the work in Phoenix. So I was like, no, nah, I'm going to stay here. Right. And then after that, I got my three job offers all within 24 hours of each other. So, so just like you said, it all came in at once. I tell people that all the time. It felt like six months. I wasn't making much headway. And then, you know, you're, you're on that roller coaster, go up and then, oh, somebody else got the job or all that stuff. But then again, when it, when it rains, it pours, right? Like, it's like, oh, this company just offered me a job. Like I literally, I got a call 15 minutes before my final interview with the company I'm with now from my other company that offered me the job. So I got the job offer. And then I was like, oh, thanks. I got to go do this big interview now. Uh, the interview wow. and then yeah. I got a text right afterwards getting a third job offer you know so yeah like you're saying it rains and it pours man but the, what I want to just put for you the reason that it happens for you is what you said at the beginning being persistent man being able to stay through the grind because people remember you and like you said when you tell someone you've talked to a hundred reps they're like and not, and not just say that you can show it you have that excel sheet or you you have like you you're very organized they're like this kid's not messing around and if he was in if I had him on my team, he would do some damage. That's what they think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how, what, what originally landed me the position with the company that I got the offer for was one of the first, I think it was the second rep I ever reached out to, um, emailed me one day and he was like, Hey man, we got some, uh, we're expanding right now. Uh, I'm going to shoot over and refer you if you want the job. And I was like hundred percent, you know? So I had been doing a lot of backbreaking work of going through the initial phone call interview for a lot of jobs or, Hey, um, 
I, I know that some people will ask to be referred. I never asked, Hey man, can yep. you refer me to the job? I know that, I know that some people do that and that might be okay. Um, I always just kind of let them refer me if, yep. uh, Hey man, let me know if, if uh, something comes up down the road. And so, um, I think it's just as important for you to share your story with these reps as it is for them to share their story with you. Yep. Um, of course, you don't want to waste their time, but let them talk about themselves, let them share their story. But also, if you want them to refer you to a job, they need to know about you as well. Exactly. They need to know, hey, that Christian gun guy or that Jacob guy I spoke to, he he um, he had a lot of good stuff that he was telling me. I think he'd be a great fit for this role. You know, I'll toss him in or, you know, hey, uh, their hiring manager might tell him about a job that just opened up. So I think it's just as important for you to touch on your key things that make you good rep or that will make you a good rep and share that with them also. I love that, man. And that, and that's so right. That's so right. Because how I would tell people and how I structured like my conversations with a rep, I kind of made a sandwich. And all I mean is, is I would introduce myself. I would give my three second spiel of who I was, what I was doing, why I wanted to talk with them, let them talk the whole time. And then yeah. after they're done talking, I come in, put that extra bun on it. There's that sandwich. But then I would correlate all, Hey, this is how I am similar. This is why I'm looking to break in and you're just right. finding places. Let them talk again. Everyone wants to talk about themselves. It makes them feel good, but then be able to show your drive, your hunger, how persistent you are, your organization skills through your journey and through your story. Like you said, you have to have a story. You have to be able to tell that story and make people want to put their neck out on the line for you. And that's where, what you just said at the beginning, that's what this is all about, right? Is it's making a relationship or connection with somebody who's like, I like Christian. I think he'd be a good fit. I'm okay with, and I talked with him. I'm okay with referring him. And you don't even have to ask for it because if they like you, they're going to do it, right? That's what, that's what most people don't do is they don't try to make that connection first um, and do the relationship based. If you go that route every single time, I promise you, it will, it will speed your process up. And also, as you found out, when you make that relationship with someone, guess what you skip? You skip the beginning process of the interview because you've already talked with somebody, right? You're not doing a, like for me, I never did that first round inner or first round where it's a, just a call for like 10 to 15 minutes to see if they like you never did that. Yeah. Cause I already did yeah. that when I did my reaching out. So I, a lot of times I'd come into the second, third or fourth round right away because I had already made those connections with the right people. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, um, sacrifices, I had to make a lot of sacrifices, um, I know some, a lot of people that are applying probably have a job. They can't just quit and do full-time job search. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, I had to find myself hanging out with my buddies on the weekends. Maybe they're drinking some beers, watching the game or whatever. Um, I have to sit over to the side and apply to jobs, work on my business plan because I have an interview on Monday. And people that do work, work a full-time job that maybe isn't your typical 40-hour-a-week job, it's really hard to fit in. You have to be very scheduled, like yep. very organized because you have to plan in phone calls with reps. You have to plan in time to make a business plan, uh, brushing up on your brag book, you know, maybe your resume, maybe something else came across you need to put here or there. So there is a lot of time that goes into it. And one thing I would say is if you're just starting or even if you're not just starting, one thing I, I did was I always put everything on an Outlook calendar, like I mentioned earlier, and um, just being organized, not only just you can show it off later, but it actually helps. Um, and um, making those sacrifices of, oh, I wanted to go, you know, play golf with my buddies on Sunday and I got the interview on Monday. Maybe I can grind it out at night. Um, I made those sacrifices where I was like, hey, guys, you know, you have a right now with with the vice sales, you have a potential to make so much money. 
Yep. And so much, um, I mean, some of these jobs have pensions or really good 401ks. Yep. So like you're, you're, you're setting your life up, you know, so make some sacrifices now because, um, two or three months down the road, you're going to look back and be like, wow, that was all, that was all worth it. You know? Yeah, man. I love that. I love that you said that because, um, this is something I preach and it's de- delayed gratification right? Yeah. Everybody lives in the moment, lives in the presence. They think, oh my gosh, right? Like when I was doing my business plan, I, and there was a couple of times that, you know, I spent eight hours doing a business plan, doing research and finding stuff. And then I go pay 50 bucks to get a book made with it, right? Nobody else is doing that. People don't want to pay the $50. And I'm looking at exactly what you said, right? That $50 is going to go turn into a six figure job one day. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. And so, and that's the thing most people aren't looking at. They're thinking about the now, their time with their buddies. I just want you guys to know, and again, I'm always as true and as clear as I can be. If you're not willing to make sacrifices, you shouldn't do sales if, because mm-hmm. medical device sales is not a, like I get this question all the time. How many hours? It's not a, it's not an hours thing. It's not a Monday through Friday thing. You know, like for, to give you guys an example, there's a day I'm going to be waking up this next week. I'm waking up at 4am. I'm driving five hours to an account. I'm driving six hours back and I'm getting home at eight o'clock at night. And then I have to wake up at five in the next morning to do another thing. You know, like the, it's always going to be sacrifice, especially once you get into sales. So you, you have to have that mentality of like, Hey, I'm working for my future. Um, that, that's something I I love that you said, because most reps and most people trying to break in don't think that way. And this is a great career, right? And, and if you can sacrifice two, three, four months of your life for a career, that's going to, let's just say it, it doesn't even last your whole life. Let's say it lasts 10 years, right? In that 10 years, you can change your life financially with Mm -hmm. what you're doing, you know? So like, that's the thing. I, I, I love that you said that because most candidates, I'll be honest, most candidates call me and they, and they're motivated. And I put my air quotes in on this video, but everybody tells me they're going to go make $150,000. Everybody tells me they're going to work for the top company in the world. Cool. And I always just say the same thing to them. Talk is cheap. Cool. Yeah. Actions Mm -hmm. will actions speak louder than words words. And that is why those, those recruiters would get lit up when they saw your outlook calendar, because you're actually doing it. You're not just saying it. And when you can show it and back it up, that's going to take you to a whole nother level. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that 100%. Awesome, man. Well, Christian, again, I appreciate all these these drops and, and going into it. If there's someone listening right now, right? And they're like, I'm just struggling. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm where you were six months ago. I'm, I'm just, I'm having trouble breaking in. Maybe I've reached out to a couple reps or I'm just, maybe I've been in a couple first round interviews. It's not happening for me. What advice would you give them? Um, I would say the first thing is, like you mentioned earlier, persistency, right? So you got to... Um, be willing to not get discouraged. Sales is a bunch of no's and uh, every once in a while, a yes. So um, definitely don't get discouraged. Just know that you can listen to any of Jacob's videos. Um, You can talk just about any rep and they're going to tell you that persistency will make the difference. So um, just, just keep going and always change and adapt. So um, I know that I've been doing uh, medical sales for a year now. Um, not in the device world, but more just providing a service, but I mean, it's all medical sales is medical sales. I mean, you're still setting up meetings, you're, you're prospecting, you're organizing your day. So, um, and on the fly, you're getting a phone call to do this. You're getting a phone call to do that or an email and it, and it can mess up your whole organ, everything you had planned. So, um, adapt. I mean, if you're, if you're finding something that doesn't work and you're like, I'm just going to stick to what Jacob and what 
you know, what Jacob and this guy's been saying and, or what this guy's been saying. I mean, I had to do things differently myself too. You have to change it up to what you can speak well about and what you can do well about. So, um, uh, a lot of the things like um, Jacob had uh, on, on his ebook, the a really in-depth breakdown of his, um, of, of the, uh, not the brag book. What am I thinking here? Your entire um, was business, it the, plan. Yeah, business plan. Yeah, business plan. And that's great. That's great. But mine was completely structured differently, but mm-hmm. I took some key parts from his. And so um, don't, don't just think that, man, I guess what I'm doing isn't working. I guess it's not for me. Just, just stick with it and change things. You, I mean, every, every interview I did, I got different questions. Every interview I did, I got, I was interviewing with different people that wanted to see different things. Yep. So, so and also do back end research on your companies too. You don't need to interview the same for every company, you know? Um, I mean, don't, don't not be who you are, but show them different qualities um, with some companies like a, like a big, there's some big companies that you might want to be really determined and um, kill what you eat mentality. And there's other companies that want someone more laid back that can, so they can build relationships, you know? So it just depends on where you're going and um, just, just, just be able to adapt and be persistent. I love that, man. And, and that's, I just want to touch on that real quick. Adaptability. It's huge. What you just said, as you already know from experience, my day, I have it scheduled on my calendar. It never goes that way. You know, yeah. like you, like you said, you're always getting a calls from accounts. You're always mm-hmm. getting calls from people, you know, like just a couple, just last the other day, I get a call. I'm doing this thing. I get a call that I have a, um, a surgery the next day that just got it added on. You're stopping everything you're doing. You're running 30 minutes to go drop off a tray and then you're coming back. You get a call that another account wants to buy something. You're trying to go put that in. Like it never is the same day over and over. <laughs> so like you said, right. being adaptable and number two, st- uh, going on that second part, what you said was gold of finding one piece and but being true to who you are, right? My book is just an outline and what worked for me, but exactly what you said, what worked for me isn't going to work for you because it's going to be a different scenario. It's going to be different. There might be points and pieces that you can take out of it, but not it's not one size fits all. And that's in the interview process. That's in anything you're doing. Um, so I love that you said that because again, everybody's going to have a different approach because everyone has a different experience. Everybody has a different background. Everybody has different things they bring to the table. So as Christian just said, when you guys are going through this interview process and you're, and, and you're just working, uh, looking out for uh, resources, don't think just because I say something or somebody else says something that that's it, that it, that's the golden goose, that that's the golden rule that you have to do. It could be totally wrong in your situation. You just have to be able to pick it up, see if it's something useful. And, and what I always told people, when I read a book, when I talk to somebody, when I would do these phone calls, my goal, learn one thing, just one thing from them. And yeah. if you can take away one thing, it's good. And, and I honestly, I joke around with half the people. Maybe it's one thing is, well, I will never do that. You know, maybe like that could yeah. be your takeaway, right? Um, but like yeah. you said, man, being adaptable, but being able to, uh, use your resources, but to make it for your specific situation, that's what makes the difference. And again, man, that's why I'm excited for you. And it's it's no surprise to me that you're with a top medical device sales company because of how you went about it and then uh, who you are. So uh, Christian, again, yeah, man, congratulations on landing a job with a top company in medical device. We're excited for you. And uh, I'm excited to see how the journey goes and, and just appreciate you taking the time to, to uh, jump on our podcast and, and be with our listeners today. Yes. I appreciate it so much, man. Thank you so much. Have a great day.
Of course, appreciate it. And for everybody listening, if you guys could, if you're watching on YouTube, press that like and subscribe button. And if you guys are listening on the podcast, a five-star review would go a long way. And then like Christian said, if you guys are looking for a little help, I do have an ebook. It's new to medical device sales.com. I will have it linked in the uh, show notes that you guys can go grab. If you guys have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me on all the social medias of LinkedIn, um, Instagram, TikTok, I'm pretty much everywhere. But I appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to listen to us and hope you have a great rest of your week. Peace.